1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bright and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Daryl, we are talking about a win, and mathematically still alive. Just want to say that right out of the gate. Daryl, your thoughts are, oh, look at that. He put his head through his computer screen.
0: Mathematically still. I'm guilty. I put it in my top takeaways. Yes, the chances remain slim to none. Uh, Look, Great win. It was that typical AFC North uh, grind uh, out in December type of game. We've seen the Ravens and Steelers and Ravens and Bengals play games like that. Um, not a whole lot to complain about. I would like to point out though that I am now nine and five on the season picking Browns games.
1: Nine and five. Look at you go Daryl the Greek. Is that what I should call you from now on? Or what do you want me to call you?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what nationality I am, but I can assure you I'm not Greek. That that part I do know.
1: So let's start with the positives, Daryl. What went right?
0: Well, I, first of all they won. I thought I, I thought that uh I thought that Deshaun Watson handled the cold weather pretty good. Denzel Ward basically changed the course of that game with that, with the interception in the third quarter. Um, a little frustrating that the Browns couldn't really deliver a knockout punch in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, K. York really didn't have any uh, explanation to offer for the two missed field goals, but yeah, I, I just, I, I liked how hard they played. Um, and Miles Garrett said after the game, that was really never in doubt. He he really felt like that uh, they were going to finish this season strong. But, I mean, it's a good Ravens team they beat. That is a quality win. I, I know Huntley was the quarterback, and uh, we'll get into some of the Ravens strategy, which I, I want to send Christmas cards to to John Harbaugh, or I think the Browns should send Christmas cards to John Harbaugh and maybe some poinsettias or something. Mm-hmm. Uh for his strategy. But um I that it just it was a good win. It was ugly, it wasn't pretty, but AFC North football is not a thing of beauty in the month of December. And so hopefully that game ends up being a little bit of a uh lesson to be learned for this Browns team. All right. So
1: go into the the thank yous, the poinsettias. You would sometimes they hand out game balls, but it is the holiday season. Hand out your us or is it you
0: I gotta give some Christmas cards, Christmas cookies and poinsettias to uh, to to John Harbaugh for having Tyler Huntley throw the football 30 times. every time he threw the ball, LeBron, brownie got his wings. I, I mean, <laughs> I just, they I mean Baltimore was able to was able to run at will uh, basically against the Browns, right? hundred ninety eight yards rushing. And look, I'm not going to criticize the Browns run defense here. Typically, I would. But they're down four linebackers, Andy. like it is what it is. And like the Ravens didn't exploit it. So I, they did a couple of times, and yeah, they did they were able to bust off some long runs. j k. dobbins, a buck twenty five on just thirteen carries, average nine point six a carry. Those kind of numbers, hell, he should have carried the ball 30 damn times. If you think about it, right? I mean, he could have run for 300 yards against the the Browns defense. And how about this? Baltimore could have just run the ball up and down the field all day and kicked field goals, and they probably would have won that game. But thank you, John Harbaugh, for being stubborn and thinking that Tyler Huntley was Lamar Jackson and having him throw it uh, 30 times. Hundred and thirty-eight yards passing for Huntley in the in the pick. And like I said, Denzel Ward changed the course of that game in the third quarter when he just basically ripped the football away. And then the Browns obviously got uh, you know, went on that uh ninety-one yard march down the field. Big penalty, the face mask penalty. Deshaun uh, you know, trying to avoid a sack, get, gets taken down, face mask, first down for the Browns, and then you know, right down the field. Uh, so, yeah, th- th- thanks, John Harbaugh, for a crappy game plan against the Cleveland Browns.
1: You know, it's funny, at one point when that happened, I thought, could this be a 30-yard penalty? Because, I mean, face mask is 15, and then they called a per- I mean, they called it a personal foul, so I'm assuming – It's 15. It's yeah. just 15 for that, but you
0: got – uh, five yard is incidental face mask, which is not what they call. It. That's why they say personal foul face mask. It's, it's a 15, it's a personal foul. Fifteen
1: yards. Yeah, yard because it did look a little flagrant, didn't it? I mean, it yeah. wasn't his and head on the quarterback too, who they're trying it, to protect.
0: Hit his head turned, and that's usually the indicator for the the personal foul.
1: Um. I, so, I mean, there are a lot of different things I want to talk about, but I, I think we're going to sit here for the next week until next Saturday and talk about Deshaun Watson, talk about Deshaun Watson, talk about Deshaun Watson. The fact is Baltimore only has a three after their name on the scoreboard when it's all said and done. So I think it's hard to walk away from the defense, who I think set the tone early on on that fourth down stop. Yep, That was gigantic.
0: Yeah, I I think the defense deserves a tremendous amount of credit, not not just allowing uh, only the three points. They got two takeaways, uh, Ward's interception, and then John Johnson – Literally punching the ball out and then recovering the fumble that he created, and unfortunately the offense wasn't able to turn that into points. But it, it just it basically killed another Ravens drive, right, Andy? So uh, there's that. It's the the they were outstanding on third and fourth down uh, Saturday. Uh, the Ravens were zero for three on fourth down five of 12 on third down. So that's five of 15 combined on third and fourth down. And I just think that that was really huge. Uh, now, granted, the Browns weren't that much better offensively on fourth down. Here's one thing that I really, really love. Well, liked. they were two for two
1: on fourth down. Well, hang
0: on, uh, on third down, I meant. It's okay, they, they, were, they were five for 15 on third down. But here's what I loved. On the fourth down, Kevin Stefanski didn't get cute. He turned and hand the ball to Nick Chubb. And then with Jacoby Brissett getting called on the field on fourth and one, he did a straight QB sneak for two yards. Thank you, Kevin Stefanski. Standing ovation. Bravo. Well, Way what was to it? Not make I, I couldn't. More difficult I, than they needed to be.
1: Yeah. On TV, did, they get a, did he get a Bronx cheer for that or what happened? I, at, no, at the stadium, yeah, I am. Gear.
0: I am giving Kevin Stefanski the Bronx cheer. That's what I'm doing because one of my complaints, I believe uh, (laughs) in recent podcasts has been that Kevin Stefanski has been outsmarting himself and getting too cute and funny in some of these situations with the play calls, just straight up football, man. And if they stop you, you tip your cap to the, to the opposition and okay, you, you beat me. But I, I like the fact that he didn't get cute with the play call hand it to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb does what Nick Chubb does, picks up a first down and Jacoby Brissett on the QB sneak did what Jacoby Brissett does on QB sneak. So Bravo, Kevin Stefanski. All right. So are we happy
1: with Kevin today then? Cause I think a week ago, again, I think that you said the key. He didn't get too cute today. Like he, there was one play inside the, inside the red zone where I thought I'm like, okay, you're getting a little cute here. Stop doing that. Just, just, bowl the ball forward and then they ended up you know I, I uh, I'm trying to remember that they, they did have one really cute play in the red zone I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. was like oh, what are we doing here but when it was all said and done he did things it, it, it seemed to be that he managed the game better he coached the game better and that 13 to 3 final really wasn't indicative of, of the way the game felt like I never felt like Especially in the second half, the Browns were gonna let this thing go. I never felt that way. That most games you're like, well, how are the Browns gonna screw this up? I never <laughs> felt that way in this game.
0: Well, it was funny when uh I tweeted that it was the two-minute warning. Browns had the ball at the at the Ravens X yard line, and they lead 13 to three. Like I got six straight tweets of like, so how are the Browns losing? <laughs> so what you're telling me is there's time to blow this. And it was not I, not for me, but just, you know, people responding to the tweet. I, I got a little chuckle out of that. Uh, but you're right. It felt like that the Browns were in control throughout the second half. Um, it Even when York was – my concern was because York missed the two field goals that that was going to come back and bite him in the ass. And ultimately, it didn't um you know the ravens outgained the browns to- total net yardage 324 to 283 uh 198 to 143 on the ground um but you know the browns were able to capitalize on one red zone opportunity the 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 touchdown to Donovan Peoples Jones Andy I can't tell you how many thousands of times I have seen them run that route in practice and and you're sitting, and every time you see it, it's like, is this really going to work in the game? Because a lot of times they're doing it on air. Or they're doing it against the defense. The defense isn't overly competitive with it, except for in training camp where there is some life contact there. But, you know, I think that Peoples-Jones did a great job using his body to screen out the defender, make the catch, and then on that curl as he's curling across the middle, he had his momentum going in the right direction. So once he caught the football... He was able to, to you know easily run uh, across the goal line there. So not not a real complex play, but just well executed. And again, it's just it's little stuff like that. So this week, Kevin Stefanski gets his flowers. How about that?
1: You are such a nice guy. All right, we have so much more to talk about in this post game edition of the Browns as they defeat the. Baltimore Ravens. And I didn't hear the word rivalry once this week. So I want to hop into that a little bit too. So uh, it's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Back with more of the post game edition next.